because you gave us all a task where we had to record something. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it might have just been introducing ourselves and telling telling us, telling the group what we do, what our limiting belief was. Yeah. And to do it and to re-listen to it and to look at it and think, do you know what, it's actually not that bad, gave me the confidence to then do it again at the next in the next week and I think there was three weeks from memory and so each week you made us do a piece to camera and every time you did it, it got a little bit easier and then by the end I was like, well, I've really got nothing to lose. Welcome to the Rebecca Hayden Show, the show where you get to step into the highest version of yourself whilst creating the business and life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, helping you to step into your power, release those subconscious blockers and convert through social media with ease. Are you ready? Let's get going. Hello, beautiful podcast listeners, and I hope you are well. Welcome back to another success story. Oh yes, I am here with another one of my gorgeous, gorgeous clients to interview her about our time together and really discover what she broke through as we worked together, both in her personal life and in her business too. You know, like I say, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And it was just so wonderful to really speak to Peppy about the domino effect of working on herself, working on her mindset, and in turn having such incredible results in her business. Now, Peppy is a qualified nutritionist with a degree in exercise science and a postgraduate certificate in human nutrition. Oh, yes. Now, she specializes in helping her clients on the weight loss journey and really prides herself in that one-to-one coaching philosophy to enact the change. She takes a healthy approach to food. It is not a diet. It is that sustainable way of life. And she really shows this through her social media, which we truly turn the tap on when we were working together. Now she's all about fresh, nutritious food that really is fuss-free, so simple. And she's actually doing a couple of Cook With Me lives at the moment as well. So you'll have to check those out. Now, I am so excited to bring Peppy onto the podcast. I hope you enjoy today's interview and I'll see you very soon. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rebecca Hayden Show. I am super excited. Just like I said in the introduction, I have one of my gorgeous Australian clients with me. In fact, she's just up the road in Sydney. But welcome, Peppy. I am very excited that you're here. Thanks for having me, Beck. I'm excited too. Yes. So we're going to start from the very beginning. It's a very good place to start and almost allow the listeners to kind of know our journey together from working together and what that's looked like. But let's start with what you were struggling with, where you were when you first reached out when we first started working together. Okay, well, it was sort of twofold. So from a business point of view, it was I'd had this lifelong dream to open up my own nutrition clinic and I just didn't know 
if I could do it, if anyone would want to, you know, use my services. Mm-hmm. And then how do I get my name out there? So it was there was that side of it. And then on a personal side, I had struggled with weight my entire life. I knew what to do. I knew how to do it. But something just kept making me self-sabotage. I'd lose weight. I'd put it all back on. I'd lose weight. I'd put it all back on. And so I was interested in the hypnosis side of things. And I just stumbled across you on Instagram and watched you for a few days or maybe a little bit longer, maybe a few weeks, and just decided, hmm, this girl looks like she covers all the issues that I think I have right now. So I got in contact with you. That's basically it. All basis. (laughs) I love that. And I think it was so nice to see how both sides of what we worked together had such a massive impact on each other and kind of one door opened another and having that almost that penny drop moment. I remember when we got you into that accountability and you were doing the things and the mindset tools were working. What was that penny drop moment for you? Can you remember like a certain time or a certain thing that you did where you were really like, oh shit, okay, this is happening now? Oh, there was probably several. Maybe the first one, from a business point of view, the first one was when I had friends who started saying to me, hey, I saw your stuff on Instagram. I started following you. I love what you do. You seem really authentic, sort of things like that. And then another few days later, someone else would say something very similar and then someone else. And all of a sudden, I felt like, Everybody was saying the same thing. That sort of gave me the confidence that I knew what I was doing. People actually like what I have to say. They're interested. And you've taught me to not worry about the ones that aren't. So if you don't like it, don't follow me. Don't listen. And I don't care. I'm okay with that. And it's not going to damage me in any way. I only want people who are interested listening to me. So that's probably the first thing. That was the first thing. Then there were other things like when I got my first client on board and that was probably the initial thing. And then from a personal point of view, probably it's definitely about stopping self-sabotage. You gave me a few things to do, a few techniques. So when I realise I'm about to self-sabotage, I become aware of it and then you can stop it before the snowball starts and it gets out of control. Yeah. And then putting that into practice, doing it, and then getting out the other side and realizing I haven't self-sabotaged. My God, it actually works. And then just continuing the pattern. They're probably the two first initial but as I said, there's lots more. <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. No, I love that. And that was a really big there's two that kind of stick out for me. I think one was we were already doing work with kind of you being online and you being on the camera. And I remember you actually writing something down in your, you know, the questionnaire that I get everyone to fill out. I I talked about this in Justine's podcast. You know, it was, I always ask like, what are you struggling with? What are we, you know, what are we working on? And I remember you saying, I'm just not interested in being like my face being on social media right now. I'm just, you know, it's just not something I want to do. Like, I don't want to show my face. I don't want to talk on camera. 
and you took part in one of the free challenges that I did. Mm -hmm. And I remember it kind of, you were coaching with me as well at the time and kind of having that accountability with the group as well as me, as well as like, you were just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And I think from that moment, like it still gives me goosebumps now when I talk about it, you were like, oh, like it's really not as scary as I've been making it out to be. Can you remember that moment like when you first went live? (laughs) I definitely do. And I felt absolutely ridiculous, completely way, way out of my depth. And then I did it. And then I have to admit, after I uploaded it to the group, I then watched it and watched it and rewatched it. And then in the end, I thought, it doesn't matter if it's not perfect. And as I said to mm. you before, if you don't like it, people don't watch it. Simple. Yes. And now <laughs> I don't even think twice about it. And in fact, it only probably took me a couple of months of doing it. And now I just, I don't care. I just talk and I don't rehearse my stories. I definitely plan my posts. I don't rehearse or plan my stories. It just comes naturally and I don't really think twice about it, to be really honest. And it's fun. Yeah. It becomes fun. It doesn't become a dread, which at the beginning it was I dreaded the thought of being on camera. The sound of my own voice is the most horrific thing ever. Now I listen back to things and I don't even think twice about it. I don't think, oh, God, my voice or, you know, all those sorts of things. I just, yeah. I don't know, I just overcame it all and it's not that bad. And it's fun, really fun. Yeah. And it was so, so beautiful to see. Yeah. And I think that whole shift and that whole period of time where we did kind of break through. And I think that reframe, like you've said previously, is like, you know, if you don't want to watch, you don't watch and so be it. And I think that reframe for you really allowed you to be who you wanted to be on social media. You know, we talked about how you want to make people feel and what who you want to be when you're on there. And your USP, you know, Peppy does a lot of exercise and she's always talking on camera while she's exercising or while she's on a run, which I still don't know how you do that because I'm literally (laughs) gasping for breath. So hats off to you. But I think that was a big one for you. And I want to kind of speak into that a little bit because there's a lot of ideal clients who I speak to who do let the fear of judgment, who do let people you know, what other people are thinking, old bosses, family members, friends, like it almost stops them from doing that. What was, I know we've kind of spoken about it, but what was the thing that allowed you to truly just break through that and get on with it? The free course that I did with you was really the deal breaker because you gave us all a task where we had to record something. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it might've just been introducing ourselves and telling the group, what we do, what our limiting belief was. Yeah. And to do it and to re-listen to it and to look at it and think, do you know what, it's actually not that bad, gave me the confidence to then do it again in the next week. And I think there was three weeks from memory. And so each week you made us do a piece to camera and every time you did it, it got a little bit easier. And then by the end I was like, well, I've really got nothing to lose. So yeah. Let's just do it. And you had got me to write down, not as part of the courses, but as part of the one-on-one, you'd got me to write down my situation in 12 months' time. So in December, say, I'm just making up, like the end of this year, and I wrote down, you know, it's December 12th and 
you know, I've had an amazing year and I've signed so many clients and I've done this and I've done that and these are all the feelings I'm feeling, which to me was such an odd concept because it's like, well, it hasn't happened and it might never happen. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you even do that? <laughs> but I thought, well, she's been right so far, so I'll do it. I'll try it. And it's true. <laughs> it really does work. And now I tell all my girlfriends the same thing. You know, right? a girlfriend of mine the other day wanted to buy a house and she had just set her heart on this house and she was going to be so devastated if she didn't get it. And she was thinking about all the negatives. But what if I said, you know what you should do? Get down a piece of paper and write down in eight weeks time from now when you've bought it and you've settled and it's move-in day, write down exactly how you feel, all the things you've got to do, how exciting, how the kids are behaving, all that stuff. Anyhow, she wrote it all down. She said, you're mad. And I said, well, I know, but it works. And she did it. And guess what? She bought the house. What the hell? And she'd already missed out on, I don't know, maybe five. Yeah. And she said to me later, oh, my gosh, it was weird, but it did work. I'm like, yeah, it does. It really does. And it sounds mad. The ripple effect. Yeah, it really works. Yeah. Oh, I love that. In fact, you haven't given me anything to date to do that hasn't worked. So there you go. Well, that's good. (laughs) I'll put that on the list. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think that's, you know, for me, a big part of the business is the ripple effect of the tools and the techniques that I do teach you. You know, you can teach the kids or your friends or, you know, like whoever it is. And that has an impact on them as well. It's that beautiful ripple effect. So thank you for sharing that story. I love that that's happened too and that your friend got the house. (laughs) So who was the kind of person who was the you that started your business right at the beginning versus where you are today? And we've had like a very quick turnaround with lots of clients coming in very quickly and building up the business. So what's changed? How have you changed? And what does your mindset look like now? Well, before I started, because just so everyone understands, when I had a start date for my business, But about two months leading up to that, I ran a social media account to get awareness out there and sort of set myself up. So in that first period before I'd officially opened my clinic doors, at the beginning of that period, which I think, as I said, was about eight weeks, I felt very nervous. I doubted my abilities. Oh, actually, I don't know that I necessarily doubted my abilities. I doubted whether or not people would be interested and if people would come and see me and want my help. And at the beginning, I was nervous to put my face on camera. But then as those eight weeks progressed, that sort of got less and less and less. And then getting my face on camera, I found easy, but I still had this concern, God, is anyone actually going to want to use my services? And there's really no reason for me to think that. I mean, I have all the qualifications and I've got the life experience and I know what to do and how to do it. And then about two weeks before I was to open my clinic doors, I got my first client that just said he couldn't wait. It was that simple (laughs) and I needed to start right now. I was like, okay. Okay then. (laughs) And then it just started rolling and I was averaging just over a client per week. Yeah, And once I got those first couple of clients and I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I've seen the results on these current few people I'm doing. And you just got to think positively 
And as I said before, you've got to continue forward thinking of all the positives as opposed to what I used to do, which was always what if and the negative and, you know, and it also helps when you've got someone supporting you, which is for me, you. A little cheerleader over here. (laughs) I'm going to party with every client coming in. Yeah. And I think that was the most powerful thing. And like, we're really only speaking a couple of months ago, like in the scheme of a timeline for those who are listening, you know, this was, we actually wanted to launch in May, didn't we? That was the goal and the deadline. And like we said, you launched even earlier and we did put up that strategy on social media. So we did warm up your audience, but to be able for you to like go on and like you said, you know, a client per week and now we're looking at, okay, how do we grow that even more? And we've put some even bigger goals in that we're working towards together. What does it look like? How do you feel now? Now the clients are coming in and you can almost see that reality coming true. How does it feel? Well, it feels exciting. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. And I feel a sense of self-worth. And that's probably the two biggest things. I've spent basically the last 18 years of my life, or really 20 years of my, basically my entire adult life, working life, I have worked as the engine behind the scenes. So there's been other people at the forefront who've been the successful ones and I've been the one behind the scenes, you know, chugging away, keeping the wheels turning, et cetera, et cetera. And it's nice to be the one out the front for once, if that makes sense. I love that. And Yeah, absolutely. Believing, yeah, believing and backing my ability. Ooh, I'm gonna get teary. <laughs> oh, no, I I'm 100% with you. And I think even looking to when we first started to watching you now and, you know, like goosebumps all over and seeing you in that power and, and actually you believe in that. Cause I know that was one of the big things that we worked through was, oh, wow, I've been this, you know, I've been, I've been hidden away and I've been this person who, you know, like no one sees and I'm working, you know, doing all the things, but not really standing in that spotlight. And now for you to be standing in the spotlight completely on the way to the goals that you want to achieve and the way that you want to run the business and how you want to be, oh, for me, like is just Mm. the best thing to watch. It's yeah. And you know how I watch your stories all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're always one of the first, that's for sure. Like the other day you weren't. I was like, oh, what's she up to? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> so if you had to sum up our experience, I know we're not finished by any means and we're still well and truly working together one-to-one, but if you had to sum up our experience so far with, I'm going to give you one word, but I'll give you a phrase if you can't fit it in one word. What would that be? No, I've got one word. Yeah. My experience is sunshine. It's just that sunshine. You are sunshine. What you do is sunshine. You've given sunshine to my life. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I love that. That's all I can say. That's the word before. I love that so much. And it has been sunshine working with you as well. And I am so excited for the next couple of months and really moving into what the business, you know, the big goals that we've got for your business and what that's going to look like. So thank you for sharing that with me. But now I've kind of quizzed you on all the things. It's time to quiz you about your zone of genius. Okay. And give the listeners a bit of a, you know, whether it's quick wins or something that they can take away or something to think about. And 
I know, you know, I know that you don't just speak to female entrepreneurs as a niche, but I think it would be very useful. And there's things that we can take on to really look after our health in the business as well. So I think it would be quite nice to kind of look, you know, have that as a bit of a, almost like a trail that we go down, but let us know. What do you do? Who are you? What do you do? Well, I am a nutritionist. So typically I help people who want to, the the initial focus was to help men or women help them lose body fat basically in a healthy way. So no shock diet, no depriving yourself of food, no skipping meals, no saying you can never eat that again, you can never drink alcohol again. It's a slower approach but an effective approach that sustain for your life as opposed to say going on keto for the rest of your life I mean just no normal person can do that no no I agree and I love that and I think it's so like intertwined with what I talk about in the business and it's kind of the same with entrepreneurship as the same as losing weight you know you can do all these quick wins and you can do all of these things that you think are going to get you the thing you want but actually just be that consistency and doing it very healthily with a slower process, but really truly believing that and being in that is way more sustainable and more empowering, you know, for that. What do you see most commonly people are struggling with within your niche, within who you serve? I'll talk on behalf of women because 99% of my clients as of today are women. The big things are time. They find that finding time to eat right. Mm-hmm. And the self-sabotage are probably the two biggest things. And then there are other things like they don't get enough sleep, but that sort of relates back to time. And most of them, if not, in fact, all of them, not one client I've seen so far drinks enough water. So there are several like really basic things you can do to just help in everyday life. So you drink water. So the standard rule of thumb is you should drink 30 mils of water per kilo of body weight. So you basically, if you're 55 kilos, you times that by 30, and that will give you the total mils that you need to drink a day. And it's important not to drink too much either because if you drink too much, then you strip your body of all its nutrients. So just drinking the right amount of water every day and getting a minimum of eight hours sleep makes a big difference. They're the two biggest ones and then if you're sleeping well everything else is easier it's easier to eat better it's easier to get outside and move or move inside whatever tickles you fancy yeah so they're, they're really the two biggest ones and it's just good for any everyone to do those two things yeah and you have peppy like i watch her meals on her stories like that's mainly what i'm watching your stories for i mean i am being your coach and giving you you know feedback and stuff but mainly just being like oh what's she cooking today But I think one of your USP, like your USP and what we've spoke about before is, you know, making mealtimes so delicious, yet the most easiest thing ever. And I think you do that so well. And that really helps with the time, doesn't it? Where did that come from for you? And why did you want to show that? Uh, Well, the family I grew up in, my mother always cooked. She cooked everything from scratch and nothing was bought. So I've come from a family where fresh food is important and trying new things is okay. And for me, I have 
three small children and I have a couple of jobs. So time is of the essence. So for me, it's got to be something that's quick and easy and it's got to taste good. So I just started trying a few things and over the years I've just nailed it down to a good repertoire of things that are quick and easy, taste good. And it is true that everybody always talks to me about the food. Oh, can I have the recipe for that? How do you do that? Oh, that looks really hard. I'm like, no, it's actually super easy. And I bulk do a lot. So I do gyoza once a week, you know, those Japanese dumplings. Mm -hmm. I did gyoza once a week, but I make enough to then freeze. So I freeze them in Tupperware containers and so I only do it once every three to four weeks and then each night I just pull it out and put it with some rice and some green beans or whatever green vegetables kids love it yeah and I always make sure the meal can be adjusted for an adult so for example if I use the gyoza as an example I either have a small portion of rice or I have no rice and then I just do the gyoza but I just have the meat and make it as like a dumpling ball, but I don't have the wrapper on it. And so that's what I do. But the kids have it with lots of rice and all the wrappers. So every single meal I do has a quick, easy alternative for someone who doesn't need to eat so much at nighttime, for example. Yeah. And I love that because that brings back in. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Absolutely makes sense. And I think bringing back in the time you know, with the time situation that we've talked about, you know, like having the time and, you know, having that time, 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 like, and that used to come up so much for me. You know, I would sometimes be working and I'd get to 2 p.m. and I'm like, oh God, I haven't even eaten breakfast yet. You know, like I've not even looked up because I've been so consumed by what I'm doing. And actually it's making those things as simple and as quick and as easy for people who do lack time, you know, whatever that looks like in your world. And I think that's probably why people love it. And you all need to go and check Peppy's Instagram out because we have been talking about doing a bit of a live cooking session as well, which I'm hoping is incoming. <laughs> yes, it is coming. I'm just tossing up about what meal to do. I don't know if I should do the ramen, which is the latest craze in my house right now, or possibly the gyoza. Either way, I'll do one of those two, I think. It has to be something that everybody enjoys, like the kids, the adults. Yeah, I love that. And anyone else who comes over. But the, the ramen's the current the current fave in my the household. Fave. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you want to decide between the two, drop into our DMs and let us know which one you want to see. <laughs> and then we'll all be over cooking together. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually do a live cook with me yeah so on the Sunday I'm going to tell okay I think I'm going to do it on a Wednesday in the next week or two on Wednesday night this is what we're going to cook we're going to do a live cook with me this is what you need to buy for next Wednesday and then I'll do it because it really is very quick and easy yeah and that's what we want so yeah it should be good come and join and then my kids take the leftovers for lunch the next day you know you got to get smart you got to get smart and it's easy to eat well if you know how to do it and you know the tricks, It's really, it really is easy. There's really no excuse. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So where are we heading next? What is kind of the next big goal for us? Where are we going to? What does that look like for you and the biz? Well, I'm getting a lot of requests for all sorts of things. 
But I think for the first 12 months, my plan is just to stick to the plan, which is just do one-on-one weight loss appointments. And then in the second year, I'm going to look at diversifying and doing meal plans for people, maybe do supermarket shops with people to teach them, you know, how to shop and what to look for and what to stay away, or not necessarily stay away from, but better alternatives. Yeah. And then just for the rest of this current calendar year, it's all about more clients and I'm going to, as I said before, start the Cook With Me online, you know, via Instagram, like a sort of a live situation. So I'll try it and see how it goes. It could be a complete <laughs> disaster, but I'll I doubt out. it. Anyhow, and if it is, it'll just, I'll just. <laughs> Maybe I'll co-host. <laughs> I think how wrong can it go? Oh, yeah, that would be fun. I have actually done that once for somebody else. I have this beautiful chicken curry that I make and I did it for a school function and it was a live cook with me. I think, though, it was over Facebook and it was really good. And people still to this day get text messages saying, oh, my God, I'm cooking that chicken dish again. It's so good. <laughs> I love that. So, I love that. I definitely can cook, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing that I really wanted to tell the listeners today was an event that happened quite recently on a group call that we were on. So part of my Attraction Marketing Magic when you work one-to-one with me in my six-month package and when you've been working one-to-one with me for quite a long time, you get access to other courses that I do. So Peppy was there on the call and we were working through, you know, it was the mindset week and (laughs) she's laughing and everyone, you know, I'd set the scene, we'd gone in, we'd really looked at like the limiting beliefs that you wanted to work through and everyone had their own individual space and their own individual time to talk to me about it. And I got to Peppy and your answer was. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Beck, but I don't have a limiting belief anymore because I'd already sort of dealt with it. And I was I'm like. really bad. One hand I really bad because I was like, that's not the answer she's looking for. And then the other part of me was like, no, that's awesome. That's good for her. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So her answer was, I don't have any to work with at the moment. And how freaking amazing is that? Like that for me made my day. And she sent me a text as we were on the call (laughs) saying, I really don't have one to work with. And I was like, I'm going to announce this because it's too good. And it shows that when you put the work in, and that's not to say, you know, limiting beliefs go away for good and I can get rid of all of them for you because there'll be others down the road. And I know we never find all of them. But, you know, that was just such a beautiful, poignant experience and like a moment of time for us to, for you to go, oh my God, I literally feel so good right now that I don't have anything to break at the moment. Correct. Correct. But that's all thanks to you, of course. Mind you, I had to do the work to get there as well, but you know. You did. It's a good feeling to not have these things that just in the back of your mind, always holding you back and to realize that you actually don't have to feel like that. But it took me to talk to you, for you to tell me that, for me to actually realize. I don't know why we all do it, but we all have these beliefs that are just the biggest load of, I don't even know how we come up with them in our head. Same as me, I could never stand the sound of my own voice. Now I don't care. 
all sorts of things. It's just such a stupid way to live. Well, not stupid is a pretty strong word, but it's not the greatest way to live your life with all these negativities running through <laughs> your head. No. When you don't actually need to. It's really liberating to just let them go. It really is. Oh, what a perfect way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect way to finish the podcast, I think that was. Yeah, and I completely agree. So where can people find you? How can they come and watch you cook live and cook with you? I mean, quite a lot of people are in different time zones than us, but hey, you can watch the replay. Yes, you can. My main hub is Instagram. So my handle is phnutrition. Mm-hmm. I do have a handle at Facebook, which is the same, PH Nutrition, but then Sid on the end, S-Y-D for Sydney. But yeah, I do everything really on Instagram and I am in the process of getting a website up, but that's still in the making. So Instagram's the way to go, team Instagram. I'd love to hear from anybody who wants to get in touch. Yay. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know, again, a massive out of your comfort zone for me. For, I didn't force you on the podcast. So I just asked you if you wanted to be on here, but it was still a step out of the comfort zone. And I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm grateful for our time together so far and what is still to come. And thank you for letting me interview you. I love you lots. And um, yeah, I'll see oh, you soon. It was fun. I was very nervous, but not once I started <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Your love and support means the absolute world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share on your Instagram, review and rate the podcast. Those little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and it actually allows me to reach more amazing female entrepreneurs so they can tune in too. And remember, every single month, for those who have shared on their Instagram, rated and reviewed, your names will get popped into a hat and I will choose one of you for a free 30-minute one-to-one with me. All you need to do is make sure you've either sent it to my email, Rebecca at RebeccaHayden.com or shared it on Instagram where you can tag me at at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. I'll see you there and I'll see you on the next episode. Love ya.